Welcome to Lisa Yagi's kindergarten classroom. The scene is not what you might expect. Dim lights, calming music, small bodies with bowed heads standing in a circle, swaying slightly. Lisa leads her students in a mindfulness exercise called acting right, a kind of guided meditation. She tells her students to close their eyes, relax their shoulders, to get ready for the lesson ahead. This exercise is one of many teaching strategies used by Pomoka'i Elementary, an arts integration school on Maui. It's the school that serves as the inspiration for Kamalani Academy. This is On Campus, a special project from Honolulu Civil Beat. I'm Jessica Terrell. This school year, reporters from Civil Beat are spending time behind the scenes at a brand new charter school startup called Kamalani Academy. Throughout the year, we've followed Kamalani from its planning stages to opening day. We've peeked inside classrooms and spoken to teachers and students. And we witnessed the challenges Kamalani staff faced with starting a new school. Challenges like, how do you define arts integration? How do you teach arts integration to students who've never done it before? How do you bring people together to make the school feel like a community, a family? How do you support teachers and students so they stay? Now we want to see what arts integration looks like at a school that's been in the game for years to try and find out how they overcame those challenges. On Campus is supported by a grant from the Solutions Journalism Network, a nonprofit organization dedicated to rigorous and compelling reporting about responses to social problems. Solutionsjournalism.org. This is episode eight. Kuipo Laumatia had no previous background in public education when she decided she wanted to start her own school. All she knew was that she wanted a school that would engage kids, a school that would shake up the current educational system and make learning fun. My intent was to create a system that was so unlike the existing system. Kuipo and fellow Kamalani co-founder Steve Davidson looked at different school models. And then, on a visit to Pomoka'i Elementary on Maui, something clicked. They were looking for what they wanted their school to be, and they didn't have the school experience to be able to, to say it. So when they came here to Pomeka'i, Kuipo said, this is it. This is what I want. This is what we want to have at, on Oahu. That's Ray Takamoto, Pomoka'i's arts integration curriculum coordinator. We met Ray in episode five. Ray sits on Kamalani's advisory board and has more than 20 years of experience with arts integration. They're in their first year and we're in our 11th. You know, we're always happy to help them. You have five seconds to get into a group that has two friends. Five. Lisa's students, on cue, break away from their mindfulness circle and hurriedly arrange themselves into groups. 
This is the same scene Steve witnessed on his visit to Pomaka'i. I watched a kindergarten class. Kids were wearing different colored t-shirts. The teacher said, okay, get into groups that have more than two blue t-shirts. Steve described so this in episode one and got a little emotional. It chokes me up when I think of these little kids and how they're having a good time learning math. What does at least mean? Steve's reaction isn't uncommon. Pomoka'i definitely impresses. I love it. There's nothing like this whatsoever. On one of our visits to Pomoka'i, we met two beginner teachers and their supervisor from the University of Hawaii's College of Education. They were there observing teachers and their classrooms. The, the behaviors were incredible. I know because mm-hmm. Kanoi has been in first and second mm-hmm. grade, and she's just she was like her eyes were popping out when yeah. she was The classroom watching. management is amazing here. <laughs> I'm just speechless. <laughs> what did it take to get Pomaka'i to where it is today? What is it about the school that brings tears to visitors' eyes, renders them speechless? Here's Ray. It makes a difference when you have a whole school using similar strategies because then you have that continuity across the grade levels and across the classroom. This whole school approach, Ray says, means students know exactly what's expected of them, regardless of what class or grade they're in. It also means teachers can rely on certain things from their students. When we first started the school, and we had to think, how are we going to build a whole school doing the same thing? We would want a shared language and a shared vocabulary. So we, what we thought of as best practices for a classroom, we extended it to best practices of a school. Having a shared language and shared practices also helps create a sense of community in the school. While an arts curriculum allows teachers to be creative in their lessons, these shared practices give them a structure to work from, so they're not teaching in isolation. Pomakai's cohesive teaching program didn't develop overnight or on its own. In the 1990s, the Maui Arts and Cultural Center received a federal grant to help teachers bring the arts into their classrooms. Teaching artists from the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, a nationally renowned performance center in D.C., flew out to Maui multiple times over the course of a year to work with schools including the school Ray and Pomoka'i's future principal worked at. That's how it really all started. That's Susanna Brown, who worked as education director for the Maui Arts and Cultural Center at the time. When a new school was being built in the Kahului district, a group of teachers jumped at the chance to open an arts-integrated school. The Kennedy Center would be an invaluable resource to the new Pomoka'i for both training and financial support. Our first year, we did get a grant from the Kennedy Center to research this school because this was also even a first for them. So as amazing as it sounds, here we are in this little island in the middle of the Pacific, and we became known as pioneers in this work. By the time the school opened in 2007, That group of pioneering teachers and educators knew their school's mission and were well-trained in how to use arts integration to support that mission. The arts help make the abstract concrete. It gives them an opportunity to be successful in multiple ways. 
Our mission is whole child learning. That's it. Whole child education is a teaching approach that not only focuses on academic achievements, but also on nurturing the physical and emotional well-being of a child. It encourages creativity, relationship building, and community engagement. Here's Ray again. We are social beings and we are social learners. Um, that's why we chose arts integration, because it's, it's a natural fit for social learning. So you develop intellectually, you develop socially, you also need to develop emotionally. Risk-taking, thinking creatively, and the opportunity for social and emotional learning, all things that take center stage in arts-integrated learning. In a traditional classroom, you want to manage it so they don't come up so that you can give them the knowledge and skills. In a school like this, you create conditions so those social-emotional issues do, they have to arise, and that's good because then students have the opportunity to deal with it, to learn from it, and grow with it. Kate Walsh, a curriculum coordinator at Pomokai, credits the school for her second grade daughter's social development. Yeah, and I just have seen her evolve from kindergarten. When Kate was a student, she says she was afraid of being called on in class. She wanted to stay under the radar. But her daughter... She's everything I wish I could have been. She's just outgoing and... <laughs> I, I was like that. I was really shy. Since Pomokai has opened, the Kennedy Center has expanded their efforts to bring arts education to classrooms through the Turnaround Arts Initiative. The program currently encompasses 84 schools in 43 districts around the U.S. Researchers tracked the progress of these turnaround art schools in three-year periods. The results of that research found improvement in academic achievement reduction in disciplinary referrals, and increases in attendance. From 2011 to 2014, turnaround schools showed an average of over 20% improvement in math proficiency and over 10% improvement in reading proficiency. Pomakai echoes these findings. In the 2017 Strive High School Performance Report, the percentage of students meeting proficiency standards in language arts and math was 10% higher than that of the state, 5% higher in science. And attendance? The percentage of schools missing 15 or more days of school in the year is 8%, compared to 12% in the complex area, and 13% for the state. Back in Lisa's kindergarten classroom, Ray points out how the simple exercise of getting into groups, a cooperation challenge she calls it, is a lot more than what it seems on the surface. The purpose of doing cooperation challenges, you move them fast to make form different kinds of group. They have to listen. They've got to use language to communicate with each other, which means you have to break down social barriers in order to succeed, right? And it's the whole team succeeds or the whole team doesn't. It's super important that all of our kindergarten teachers teach this to our children because this is foundational, right? When you get to upper grades, they're not gonna need to teach this. They're already, those are habits already. Those are learning habits kids have. So they use the drama to learn. So it's really interesting. So when you have those skills, can you imagine if all adults learned how to do that? 
Similar to how students are learning to succeed as a team, Pomakai staff were required to do the same. Our focus that first year was how to build a collaborative culture. Of course they gotta learn how to read, write, and do math and science and social studies, that's duh. But if you want a school of teachers, of people taking creative risks, they have to have trust. And you have to have a collaborative culture in order to have that trust. Meaning, you go into a faculty meeting, you mix them up. They have to work with other people. You go into a faculty meeting and you're going to have to deliver the information to them in the same way that we expect students to learn. So in other words, you're not going to go into a meeting and stand and deliver and watch a PowerPoint. Teachers are asked to put themselves out there, take the same creative risks as the students they're teaching. We saw something similar at Kamalani in episode two, when newly hired teachers sat through professional development that required them to do their own cooperation challenge. So that's, that's what we mean by having that kind of culture, so that when you have a new person coming in, and it makes them uncomfortable, and I know it makes it, it makes me uncomfortable. So, but you do it anyway, you get over it, then you have this new confidence, just like with kids. And then the ones who just absolutely can't handle that, they leave. Let's go over and let's say all of those together with our motions. Are you ready? Quantity, size, color, object. Nicole Heinlein's first grade class is sitting cross-legged on the carpet facing a projector screen at the front of the classroom. Nicole is showing them photos from a book she's about to read to them and asking them what they can learn just from observing the pictures. Her students mime the motions of all the possible things they can observe. They note the one fish, the tiny bubbles, the green plants. Ray points out that this isn't just a fun way of teaching, but a strategy for helping students remember these skills. This may be a reading lesson, but Nicole's students are going to build upon those skills in math and science classes. Her cues that she was using, those are drama cues. So once they learn it in kindergarten, it becomes a shared language in the school. And then they, see, they, they start to see that it's not all, um, it's not separated, but it's just learning, period. This is the language of learning. Pomoka'i teachers say that teaching arts integration is less about teaching what answers are correct and what answers are wrong, but about teaching a process. We, get, we go into professional development and realize, wow, this is really hard stuff. Being a constructivist teacher is difficult. You know, not telling students how to do something, but facilitating their learning so that they discover their answers and they grow from their mistakes and you are the facilitator of that is a very different way to teach. Having a shared language is important for making sure everyone is on the same page. For Pomoka'i staff, learning that shared language took a lot of time and a lot of training. Partnerships with the Maui Arts and Cultural Center and the Kennedy Center were critical. Here's Susanna again former education director at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center. One of the things we absolutely knew we had to do is a lot of professional development because all the teachers that come into the school at any given point, including now, when new teachers come in, they don't come in here with these skills. 
So from the very beginning, we raised money and we provided this incredible professional development. But the training didn't stop there. And we have developed a system here um, which we called strategy keepers. Susanna explains that teachers who have gone through extensive training in an area adopt it as their specialty and share their knowledge with other teachers. There are also curriculum coaches like Kate Walsh, who, along with Ray, sit in on classroom lessons to give feedback on how teachers are implementing the strategies and offer ways on how to improve. Monthly meetings called CIVs, which stand for Curriculum, Instruction, and Vision, offer a forum for teachers and coaches to discuss how things are going in the classroom, address concerns about particular strategies, give suggestions on things they may want to try. All of these things, the professional development or PD, curriculum coaches, CIV meetings, they get everyone involved in building the kind of school and the kind of curriculum they want to see. Giving and receiving feedback also plays a part in classroom learning. We just had really exciting math time. So now we're gonna switch it to language arts. And we've been learning all about insects. So think about your favorite- Melikai Jensen's students are wrapping up their acting right exercise. Hear that music, by the way. Another one of Pomokai's shared languages. Oh, keep your bodies in control. Melikai's students wait for the instruction for what kinds of groups to form for their cooperation challenge. But something isn't quite right. Her students move off to the side and take a seat. Are we in trouble here? No. Why are we here? Pomokai's greatest strength, according to its principal, Kemotani, is creating opportunities for teachers, students, and staff to learn from each other. I would say we do PD practically every day. And the reason that I say practically every day is that although it might not be a formal PD, that within the grade levels and their discussions that they have, someone is always learning from someone else. Okay, so we're going to start our trash fashion of our uka. There's another kind of feedback Ray says is just as important. It's the feedback from outside visitors. Having outside visitors is extremely helpful because it's like with kids. I always tell the teachers, tell your kids, they're coming to see them. They're going to up their game, right? They are. It's natural. That's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, and, and, it, and it also fosters that openness. Having outside visitors is an opportunity to show others what Pomokai can do. An opportunity to show off that creativity. In a way, it's a performance. And Pomokai students are no strangers to putting on a show. On our last visit to Pomokai, the fourth grade classes were gathered in the cafeteria to put on a trashin show. A fashion show where outfits and sculptures were created with recyclables. Students strutted down a runway between lunch tables in feathered capes made out of paper bags, carried miniature trees sculpted from soda cans. 
teachers, students, and even the lunch staff clapped wildly from the sidelines. As student after student take the stage, Ray's parting advice for schools wanting to replicate Pomaka'i's success is to remember to celebrate accomplishments. Remind the school that learning can be fun. It's the same advice she shared with Kamalani before winter break. Celebrations doesn't mean like you're having a party. Not, not that kind of celebration. But that's good too. That, that's good too, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, celebrating would be spotlighting things that are working. Keeping it engaging and fun, but at the same time, meaningful, relevant, and rigorous. On Campus is a special project from Honolulu Civil Beat. It's produced by April Estrelon and Emily Dugdale. Our reporters this season are Courtney Teague and Sue Von Lee. Our executive producer is Patty Epler. We've been publishing new episodes periodically throughout the school year. So look for more stories and more episodes online at civilbeat.org or in your iTunes feed. We'll be back. <laughs>